Okay, welcome everyone. Uh, it is uh, Saturday, um, May 7th, I believe, is it? May 8th. May 8th. It's Saturday, May 8th. And um, I want to really welcome you to this webinar. Uh, you are my family, and I really enjoy giving these webinars. And uh, many of you, um, you know, tune in for the recording, which is good, but try to make it for the live. Uh, we are uh, trying to get the best day that'll suit everybody for these uh, webinars. And I think that we're going to be giving Saturday at noon, the first Saturday at noon, a try. But if a lot of you complain that you work on Saturday, so maybe we're going to alternate. We'll do Wednesday at noon one month and Saturday at noon the other. So give me feedback on the time. So we're going to be talking about an important treatment. Oh, incidentally, everybody's muted now. And once um, I'm done with the presentation, I'll open up the lines. And initially, I'm going to open up the lines only for questions regarding oxidative treatments. And then after that, uh, we'll open things up for um, uh, questions in general. So oxidative treatments are a very important part of restoring your lost vision. And it should be a very important part of general health, especially now with the COVID uh, flu season. And I'll talk more about that. So ozone has gotten a bad rap. By that, I mean, when most people hear the word ozone, they think of pollution. Um, and there is an ozone layer in the atmosphere, which helps prevent a lot of the unwanted and harmful ultraviolet light coming into the atmosphere. Ozone is very toxic to your lung. And I just experienced that the other day. I was filling up a bag for my auricular therapy and the bag had a leak. And I said, that bag just isn't filling up. And actually all the ozone was leaking into the room and I started to cough. And so my wife had to open up the door and we had to get some ventilation. So you do have to be careful with ozone treatment. I mean, the ozone gas isn't going to kill you, but if you are prone to respiratory diseases, maybe you have asthma, um, allergies, you don't want to breathe it, but it is remarkable when it goes into your body. And I'll be talking about ways to get it into your body and what it does. So it is a powerfully charged oxygen molecule. So ozone, you know, oxygen is O2. Ozone is O3. And many of you have heard me talk over and over again about um, uh, an, an alkaline state, electrons. And so essentially an O3 molecule is a electron charged molecule. It increases oxygenation, which certainly would be very beneficial. The more oxygen you have in your body, the better your cells are going to function and the better you're going to be able to regenerate. It also reduces inflammation, which is good. It stimulates healing and it balances the immune system. So all these things are phenomenal, not only for your eyes, but for your general health. It also inactivates bacteria, viruses, fungi, yeast, and protozoa. It disrupts the integrity of the bacterial cell envelope through the oxidation of phospholipids and lipoproteins. It also inhibits the growth of uh, certain fungi and uh, viruses and protozoa. So ozone became very, many doctors became interested in ozone. Same here, 
when uh, with the COVID ep epidemic. I do believe that ozone can be very effective for strengthening your immune system and killing those nasty viruses. And I did not receive the, um, uh, the COVID shot, so I'm being very careful. Uh, you know, I'm, I meet a lot of people, I'm socializing, but I am doing uh, ozone treatments every day to keep my body strong, in addition to taking vitamin D and just general health activity. Uh, this is key, stimulation of oxygen metabolism. Um, ozone therapy causes an increase in the red blood cell glycolysis rate. This leads to the stimulation of 2,3-diphosphoglycerate, which increases the amount of oxygen released to the tissues. So, uh, it also activates the Krebs cycle. The Krebs cycle is the main cycle in the body which uh, produces energy. So, this is key. Because you may have oxygen in your bloodstream, but maybe that oxygen just isn't doing their job, uh, its job. So ozone stimulates the oxygen. And activation of the immune system, um, which uh, can be phenomenal. Production of interferon, output of tumor necrosis factor, and interleukin-2. So there have been some studies to show that ozone is effective in treating cancer. Now, back in 2013, I was honored. I was one of the presenters of the Fourth World Oxygen and Ozone Congress held in Rome, Italy. I have a very good friend who's an ophthalmologist in Rome. In fact, we keep in touch. We probably talk to each other uh, weekly and uh, in Europe and uh, many of the Asian countries, ozone is really big. Anyway, there were 27 nations that were at this meeting and over 95 presentations on the positive effects of ozone. Topics included cancer. Uh, Dr. Robert Rowan was there and he uh, presented three cancer cases uh, of metastatic melanoma, which is probably one of the most serious cancers cured with ozone. Talks on heart disease, obesity, chronic fatigue, non-healing ulcers, disc pain, infections, on and on and on. But of interest, uh, Dr. Sylvia Mendenez uh, from Cuba presented her 20-year study on the use of rectal insufflation in the treatment of retinitis pigmentosa. She has probably the largest experience in treating eye disorders. And in Cuba, there's a high incidence of retinitis pigmentosa. Retinitis pigmentosa is a hereditary disease. And unfortunately, uh, it has inflicted the Cuban population. And this was a controlled study, one group receiving rectal, the other not any treatment. And uh, there was a significant reduction in visual loss in the ozone group compared to the control group. And I presented my experience using ozone over the last 10 years in the treatment of various eye diseases. And my talk was well received. And I spoke to a couple of researchers from the University of Rome and they expressed interest in doing a collaborative study looking at the use of ozone in the treatment of macular degeneration. So it was a phenomenal meeting. And of course, who's not going to have a good time in Rome? Good food. Uh, the Italians are wonderful people. Now, I'm going to try to, I hope this comes through. This is my good friend, Dr. Robert Rowan. And this is a brief presentation he gave on oxidative treatments. And I hope this comes through. If for some reason it's not very clear, 
I'm going to have the video um, uh, spliced in on the recording. But you could also go to that site, drrowandrsue.com. So let's give it a try. I've been asked to talk more specifically about oxidation therapy and especially ultraviolet blood irradiation therapy. Virtually everything I tell you about this therapy, ultraviolet blood irradiation therapy, also is the same for intravenous hydrogen peroxide or ozone therapy. All of them are lumped together in a topic we call oxidation therapies, and they all have very similar but not identical effects on the body. Many years ago, a, a scientist um, named Knott, K-N-O-T-T, found that if he took a small amount of blood out of a person or an animal and irradiated it with ultraviolet C energy and gave it back to the organism, whether it was a dog or a human, infections would go away in hours. Sometimes even the patients were getting better in minutes. In hospitals, patients were dying of horrible infections, and this was before the age of antibiotics. And the effectiveness rate of this treatment in just usually one or two treatments was 50% for comatose patients, patients about to die, and 98 to 100% effective for moderately advanced infections or less advanced infections. It was found to be effective equally for viral disease like polio and uh, viral influenza, as well as bacterial infections. The treatment is done by taking approximately six ounces or perhaps seven ounces of blood from a patient and running it through an ultraviolet light and then giving it back to the patient. Uh, this also can be done with ozone. If it's done with intravenous hydrogen peroxide, a small amount of peroxide is given over a slow drip intravenously. These treatments are exceptionally safe. The American literature back in the 1940s reviewed thousands of cases and never found a single, influ a single case of a bad or toxic effect in patients. And we compare that to drugs today when the fourth leading cause of death in the United States is doctor-induced injury, usually due to drugs. These treatments were found to treat staph, including drug-resistant staph, pneumonia, Worldwide literature, even today, coming out of Russia, suggests it can be used for tuberculosis. The treatment helps by activating the white blood cells to kill bacteria. Also, by taking perhaps the seven ounces of blood out of the patient, we expose it to ultraviolet light, and the ultraviolet light inactivates the bacteria that are in the blood. These, the blood is then given back to the patient, and the immune system sees the inactivated bacteria and can mount a much better immune response. It's like an auto-vaccine for the patient of the very thing that's causing the problem. German literature shows that these treatments increase mitochondrial production of ATP, which is energy, the most critical thing for the body to function. It improves clotting parameters, making the blood less viscous, so you're less likely to clot and have a circulation problem. They lower blood pressure. They raise oxygen delivery to the tissues. They improve cholesterol metabolism, uric acid metabolism, and, and especially the oxygen delivery to the body. 
platelets don't stick together so much, and one of the causes of heart disease is platelet stickiness. The Russians are using these therapies, especially ultraviolet therapy, to help patients with vascular disease with great success. There is a book written by William Campbell Douglas called Into the Light. I strongly recommend that you get that book. It is available. It's in print and it details the American experience in this therapy of 40 and 50 years ago. The treatment is making a resurgence today. There are hundreds of doctors doing the treatment now. I teach it at conferences around the country and I'm really happy to tell you that uh, ultraviolet and ozone are probably my most favorite treatments to do because they have apparently a complete lack of toxicity. The patients do exceptionally well. It is very useful for a variety of diseases from circulation problems to infection to chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia simply because of the beneficial effect that the therapy has on the metabolic processes of the body. It improves enzyme processes, it kills unwanted bacteria, it improves oxygen, and it improves circulation parameters, all virtually risk-free. Uh, Dr. Kondrat back, I hope that came through. If it didn't, um, in the recording, I'll put the actual video. Dr. Robert Owens, a real good friend of mine, he really believes in oxidative treatments, and uh, I gave you a link to his website. You can check out a lot of his other videos. But we have a variety of methods of oxidative treatment. Hydrogen peroxide is one, intravenous hydrogen peroxide. Autohemotherapy is where you take out a small amount of your blood and mix it with ozone, put it back into your body. Ultraviolet blood irradiation is another method that you have to take out your blood and you irradiate it with ultraviolet light and then put it back into your body. I like the bottom three, rectal insufflation, auricular, and ozone drop, and I'll talk a little bit more about each one of those. And the reason why I like these, it empowers you as a patient. Once you invest in the equipment, you're able to do these treatments on your own on a uh, daily basis. In fact, uh, I've been doing auricular just about every day, occasional rectal insufflation. Ozone eye drops are wonderful, especially if you have dry eyes or irritation and an infection. So those are the three that I really recommend. And if you're not using ozone, I highly recommend you, you invest in the equipment and get started. So the rectal and auricular, it's less costly than the auto hemotherapy or ultraviolet blood. Uh, typically, maybe a, a auto hemotherapy or the IVs may cost a couple hundred dollars. As we get older, our veins aren't as good, so the rectal and auricular, you don't need any IV insertion. And as I mentioned, it empowers you as the patient to do these powerful treatments at home. And there's a picture of me just about maybe 10 minutes ago, I have my ozone bag, I have my stethoscope, and I'm doing the auricular insufflation. So you fill the bag up with about 200 cc's, gradually squeeze the bag, and uh, the ozone quickly penetrates into the tympanic membrane, goes into your circulation. Um, I talked about Dr. Mendenez, and she has treated thousands of patients uh, with ozone. 
And interestingly, she also combines it with microcurrent. Uh, in one of her studies, uh, she studied 200 glaucoma patients and visual acuity approved uh, 69 to 72%. Visual field expanded. There was a trend to lower intraocular pressure. And the visual evoked potential, which is light sensitivity, this is an accurate test that measures nerve conduction, also improved. So these studies demonstrate um, the effectiveness for treatment and recovery of the function of the optic nerve. So those of you that have glaucoma and your eye doctor told you nothing can be done, the optic nerve can't not be restored, I say they're wrong. Look at ozone. When ozone is combined with microcurrent, there seems to be a much more uh, effect in combining these two. So I talked about retinitis pigmentosa and macular degener degeneration also. The uh, premier textbook on this is Dr. Velio Bacci's book uh, on ozone, and he has documented the if, uh, effectiveness in ozone in the treatment of macular degeneration. And both Dr. Robert Rowan and Frank Schallenberger, ozone authorities in the U.S., have good results in the treatment of macular degeneration with ozone. In fact, Dr. Schallenberger has a unique approach where he combines chelation treatment with ozone. So when you start that IV for intravenous chelation, he follows it with an ozone treatment, and he calls it keyzone. So those of you that maybe are getting chelation treatment, you want to talk to your alternative doctor and see if he can add some ozone. Now this is our setup uh, for making ozone drops. And this particular setup uses ambient air. By that I mean you don't have to buy a tank of oxygen. But if you're um, using the rectal or auricular, you do need to invest in a tank of oxygen. And it's not difficult to get a tank of oxygen. You do not need a prescription. Um, I was uh, visiting my relatives in California a couple of months ago, and you know how heavily regulated California is. And I walked into an air gas store, no prescription, didn't have to show any identification, and I bought a tank of oxygen. So that should not be a deterrent for you to begin doing rectal or auricular insufflation. And here's the setup right here um, that we have in our office. We have an air gas tank. We have our ozone generator and it bubbles into solution. And uh, then it can go directly into uh, our syringe uh, to mix it with blood, or it can also go into your ear for auricular insufflation. Now I have three YouTube videos to help you get started. Um, I have a YouTube video on ozone eye drops, how to make them, how to use them, etc. I don't want to spend time on that now, but all of my ozone videos are on one location. If you go to stopvisionloss.com, uh, you can scroll to the bottom of the page and find the video on ozone eye drops. But ozone eye drops are very effective, especially if you have dry eyes. They may have some benefit for glaucoma and cataracts. Uh, but I really don't advise people to use that as a sole treatment for glaucoma or cataracts. They can be a big benefit if you have glaucoma and you're having a lot of problems with your glaucoma drops. You get redness and irritation and they're killing you. 
I hear this all the time, Dr. Kondrat, my glaucoma drops are killing me. This is where the ozone drops can help. But do not put the ozone drops in at the same time of your glaucoma drops because it can maybe inact inactivate some of the uh, potential effect of the glaucoma medication. Wait about five, ten minutes, then begin using the ozone drops. Rectal insufflation. I have a video on how to set it up. And uh, this is uh, probably a very, very beneficial uh, treatment. Uh, and once again, you can go to stopvisionloss.com and find a link to that video. And lastly, uh, auricular ozone. And I've been doing a little bit more in terms of auricular ozone. I think the rectal insufflation is probably better, but it's a lot easier to do the auricular. I do want to caution you, if you're doing the auricular, you have to be careful because sometimes um, you need a well-ventilated room because not all of the ozone is going into your ear. It may go into the room. Uh, if you have asthma or you're sensitive, you definitely want to be careful. All right, this is the website here, Stop Vision Loss, and these are the YouTube videos to help educate you on um, the ozone treatment. And this is the basic kit. Uh, it's a small ozone generator. You get a tank of oxygen, you get the bag, and uh, you're all set to go. So ozone treatment uh, is a highly, highly effective treatment. It has so many benefits to your body. Um, I really encourage all of you to look into getting started with ozone treatment at home. So you can give the office a call and... Um, the girls in the office can help you get started.